Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 198 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Now, how would it feel to love all the parts of you that you try to hide, push down, or bully into changing? Danielle Laporte is here to talk about how to be loving, her new book, and how she has personally learned to be more loving and how it has affected herself and the world around her. This is such a fantastic, juicy, yummy conversation. Let's get into it. Danielle, what's going on? How are you? We just found out we're like almost neighbors. It's amazing. We literally are like 10 minutes away from each other. (laughs) And we should know each other because like wellness, personal growth space, Vancouver, like, and all Canadians in this space, there's like 12 of us. We should know, but here (laughs) we are. There's 12 of us. (laughs) Have you ever tried to do a podcast tour in Canada? It's hard. Oh yeah, I know. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, Danielle, I want to talk about, so we were just kind of talking about this earlier, but like, I know you do really amazing work and, you know, this, this podcast, our community is all about, you know, changing your relationship with alcohol, but that includes so much more than just not drinking. It's the personal development. It's the coming home to yourself. It's finding yourself, which is such a huge task and like can be really overwhelming to a lot of people, right? So I definitely, we're going to talk about your new amazing book for sure, have to get to it. But I wanted to talk a little more about you personally as a person, as a change maker, as a taste maker, uh, if you will, in this space for really helping people come home to themselves. And I want to know, how did you get, how did you get started in this? Like, what is your personal connection to this? Cause it's, it's personal, right? Like doing yeah, this work. 
Okay, let me do, I'm going to do like this hybrid of, okay. here's like, here's the very basics that I think are relevant. Um, my parent, my mom and dad, my mom got knocked up in high school. Okay. And I, that's actually an important part of the journey because I had really young parents. And then my mom was, she took me to school to get her BA in psychology. So my mom was like new aging and mm. Wayne Dyer. And then when I was 15, I got Louise Hayes, you can heal your life. So like I've been steeped in this space mm. for a long time. Didn't mean I was wiser than anybody or more well, I, you know, I was holistically inclined, but sure. So the growth journey is in my life. I was doing all the things I was reading all the new age books. I was learning yoga. I was doing the mushroom trips, reading all of it as so many workshops, <laughs> so many workshops. <laughs> and, and, um, I had an imposter complex. I was running a think tank for okay. future studies in Washington, DC. That's trippy. So I, I had first level security clearance at the Pentagon. I, what? yeah, it's nuts. I graduated Whoa. high school. I was going to go to Ryerson in Toronto, go into fashion design, just a sequence of events. I ended up being a publicist. I met somebody at a party. They're like, what do you do? I didn't even know there was a name for it. I was like, hey, you know, I have a fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I get people, I get them in newspapers and on radio shows when radio was still a thing. Yeah. And so, you know, I had this really sweet little communications agency. And then I like, I got a partner and we just were, we were dialing all day to pitch people. And that was great. That's yeah. how I ended up in Washington, DC. Okay. And um, so I'm going to the Pentagon. I'm talking about aliens. I'm talking about computer tech, I'm talking about terrorism, all these crazy wow. things. And um, I'm going home at night, I'm smoking Marlboros, I'm reading Rumi poetry and Rolling Stone magazine. I'm yeah. meditating. I'm I want to learn about Tantra, I want to have great sex, all the things. Sure. And then um, I came back to Canada. And I did more things I did more things in like style and home design. But still in the background, major self-help happening. Mm -hmm. But really, it was self-criticism. I actually wrote a whole book about this. It's called White Hot Truth, where yeah. you know, my observation that self-help is really can just be a cover-up for self-criticism. It's like, am I meditating enough? Um, mm. am I reading enough spirituality? Am I all those things? Um I think, you know, a lot of that came from a, it was a Catholic hangover of just, mm. you know, I just replaced, I got to do good by God to, I got to do good by self-help and burn sure. my karma. And this is, this is pivotal moment, which will bring us to like here and now and like all the things. Okay. And it might speak to, um, I haven't heard you use the word addiction, but it might. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it might, we're all addicted to different things sure. and we have different degrees of um, propensities for addiction. So I was addicted to self-help and workshop. <laughs> um, my life used to be ruled by this question. How do I want to feel? And mm. I created a program around it. 
It was a book called The Desire Map. And then it turned into a day planner system. And then it turned into this facilitators program. I have 400 facilitators in 30 countries. Now we've now transitioned. You'll hear the transition. So the question was, how do I want to feel? The new question, which is the heart-centered question, which is really the center of how to be loving, is what do I want to embody? Mm. What do I want to embody? So I realized that me me feeling like I have purpose, I'm making a difference in the world, I'm growing, I'm close to something bigger than myself, was not about me being in a good mood. Hmm. So because I could be in a bad mood, I could be having a really rough time, some challenges. And I could still feel loving. I could still be loving. And I could still receive love. And I just thought, this question is important, especially with in your community around less alcohol, whatever Mm -hmm. that means, sobriety, whatever that means, you know? Yep. It's, guess what? You know, isn't it? That's a key question. Do you want to feel this way? No? Okay. You have the agency to feel a different way. Mm -hmm. Feeling heavy things is a message to shift, but it doesn't mean we're all happy all the time. Embodiment. No, no, right? (laughs) Duality. Life on earth is challenging and amazing. Um, So here's a new question, then I'll stop. Um, I'm more interested in what I would call virtue. So I don't want to get thrown off. I want to be kind no matter what. I want to be wise no matter what's going on. So no matter what happens in this interview, no matter whether my partner's in a good mood or not, no matter how my guts feel or my body feels that day, I want to like be a loving cat, you know? Yeah. And that is about virtue. These are what I would call soul qualities. Quickest breakdown of this is love is not an emotion. Love is not a feeling. Love is a state of consciousness. I want to be that. I want to be conscious in how I speak in what I drink and eat and how I move my body and where I live. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be um, at anybody's mercy of what anybody says about me online or if someone cuts me off in traffic. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to embody? That's how we got here. Whoa. I mean, it sounds like a simple question. It sounds like a, like somewhat of a simple task how do you <laughs> keyword somewhat how okay how if you're kind of like feeling like you're stepping away from how you want to show up or how you want to embody or or your virtue how do you redirect yeah how do you put yourself back on course and yeah is it i don't want to say bad or good but is it is it a good thing if you're if you snap off the course of where you want to be? You are going to. Yeah. So you're gonna get off course, you're gonna get off track, you're gonna have to rebound, clean it up, recommit all those things. Yeah. The trick is to be compassionate in the rebound. 
And this is where self-help has got it really messed up, right? Because we have all these systems and these steps and these protocols, all these methodologies to help make us better people. And I, and that's great. It's great. We want to be better. I want to be better. I want to evolve. I want to be kind, you know, all the things. The voice of the unhealed self is so persistent Mm. and the unhealed self this is this is really possibly key (laughs) the unhealed self is so familiar with being unhealed Mm -hmm. that to make the moves towards healing is really threatening Mm -hmm. so you can know it cognitively but you're used to being a mess. You're used to thinking ill of yourself. You have been playing this script that your father or some teacher in school told you 13 years ago, you know, you, and the script is on, you don't even know it's, this is it's the unconscious self. Mm-hmm. It's this little hum in the background of your house. And it's like an app in the background, just sucking energy out yeah. of your phone. And you're like, Why am I tired? Yeah. Why am I tired? Why am I looking for a boost all the time? Yes. Right. Because the unhealed self has not been dealt with. So back to, you got to rebound, get back on track. You have to, this is where we really become grownups, like spiritually mature beings. Mm -hmm. You're going to have, you're going to get off track and you have to be able to say to yourself, I love you. Let's get, let's just go over here. I see why that happened. Okay. Let's just go over here. It's a cloud passing by, had some impact, some negative, but like you keep focusing on what you want, which I hope Mm -hmm. is you want to embody some great virtue. Like just want to be love. I want to be resilient. I want to be radiant. I want to be forgiving. Let's focus on that. And the getting back on track, the things that pull us off track, the things that are trying to get our attention are addictions, physical pain, and patterns in relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think you got to get to a point where you say, oh, I see you. You chat, you know, you're so chatty. <laughs> and you got me, you know, got me in trouble again. You're such, you know, distracting. I'm in emotional pain. I'm in physical pain. And you just say, what do you want to tell me? Mm. And if you have more to say tomorrow, I'll still be here. Yeah. As opposed to loser. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you fucking did it again. It did it again. Yeah. And as opposed to like, this is part of self-help culture is overcoming, um, which I really think is about repression. Like the more you try and overcome your addictions, the louder those addictions are going to holler. Yep. You may be able to hold off for a while. Stop it. Here's the reframe. Instead of overcoming, instead of being superior (laughs) and getting it under control. You have to love it. It's all about integration. 
Yeah, it's all about integration. And I actually speak about this really specifically in how to be loving. Like, what if you spoke lovingly to your habits? Mm. I think it changed your life. I think like, can you give me an example? Um, okay. I just talked, I just talked to somebody this week who used to bite her nails to the quick. She said Oof. it used to, it used to hurt to fold laundry. Her nails yeah. were so raw, so raw. And now if she would have been telling herself what she did for years, um, your loser, this is a bad, disgusting habit. Stop, 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 stop. Like even the energy in that, who Oof. wants to be spoken to like that? Right. It's so and sharp. It's so sharp. It's so demeaning. Okay. Yeah. Let's pause there for a second. You created the habit. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not a genetic thing. Even if it is, there's some karma there. You, your soul's choosing it, all those things. It's your baby. It's mm. your creation. So I'm not saying you created this habit. You have to go fix it. You made this problem. Right. It's no, this is your mind made this. Yeah. Why would you want to cut off anything that your mind made? You have to love it. It all just wants to come home. So the biting the nails, the shift is, wow, every time I bite my nails, what what's really going on? Oh, I'm just I'm feeling a little disgusting on the inside. And so I'm biting, biting, biting away, you know? Mm. And then you eat the disgusting thing inside you lovingly. Oh, there you are feeling disgusting again. I got room for you. Why? Because I'm awesome. I'm actually made of love. Yeah. I created you. I'm my, I'm going to be the mother of my own life. Love, love. And then the voice that's creating that shitty habit, mm -hmm. which is just your ego. It mm -hmm. starts to calm down. So it's not as loud. It's not saying have another one. Chew, chew, time to chew my nails pick right. a fight yeah. um, have another donut whatever it is it starts to it starts to just talk less yeah and then you'll notice that the habit just comes up and when there's tension or stress instead of all the time yeah I know I know a real common one for a lot of uh folks is there you go you did it again I knew you would I knew you would do it I knew you would slip back into it. Doesn't that make you want to cry? It's so frustrating and defeating. And it's like, but it's, it's, I mean, it's self-sabotage to it's like core, but also like. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. 
but sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off kind of comforting and and How's just it hear me it's yeah, comforting me. in like I think from like in previous years like I don't know I, I guess it like was like kind of comforting that I knew myself or I knew like a part of myself like I you were seeing I, yeah like I was like, I was right about something, even though I didn't want to be right about something. I know this is very contradicting, but it's just, it was just like, oh. Also, it is this moment of awareness. Like you can see the behavior. Mm-hmm. So you're not unconscious, like, like, oh, it's just how I live my life. Like you right. see that, you know, you did something. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Still I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like you said before, like, yes, these, it's very uncomfortable to change, you know, but we're also used to this sort of pain because it's comfortable. It's what we know. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the alternative is terrifying. 
Yes. Why do you think we, we, we haven't? Be, well, a couple of reasons. I don't have control over it. It's like uncharted territories. I'm I'm not sure what's going to happen, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot of fear going on. Fear of uncertainty. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But then you're also like not giving space for change. You're not giving space for what could be of like possibilities and opportunities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's so freaking hard. Like when you're, I can see this like fork in the road, like when change like comes or like, you know, there's an opportunity for change. It's like, do I stay where I'm comfortable and where it's like warm and safe, even though it's toxic? <laughs> mm. Or do I go other? Oh, you got to define other though. Like I, my observation is people will move because they're in enough pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, really like a powerful question is like, are you in enough pain yet? No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me know when it comes, you know, it'll come. Yeah. And um, everyone has their threshold. Everyone has. Absolutely. And, um, the other way is you're moving towards a vision of the future, Mm -hmm. but you have to love yourself enough to have a vision of the future. Right. And it is, I don't know if easier is the word. Um, it's less damaging to move toward a vision of the future than it is to just wait until you're in enough pain. I mean, it's really a different difference between consciousness and just being unconscious. Yeah. Until pain wakes you up. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, this is also a, a common topic. Like, is it necessary to have a rock bottom in order to implement change? Yeah. I've asked that question myself. Not what do you everybody. what do you personally think? I think not for everybody. Yeah. I think I think we um it's like there's this great uh uh Zen poet philosopher, Alan Watts, mm-hmm. who actually had an extreme drinking problem, by the way. I always say he's my favorite Buddhist drunk because <laughs> he really drunk Buddha. He really liked this. Stuff, is yeah. um he said there will always be suffering. The Mm. trick is to not suffer over the suffering. Like there's going to be challenges. You don't have to be like, oh, woe is me. Why me? Why now? It's just like, well, it's just like, it's going to happen. It's here. It's part of this dimension. Like, so now what are we going to do? Right. Much more empowered perspective. Um, So do you need to hit rock bottom? Not everybody and not at all times in your life. Like, yeah. I like to think um, I'm developed enough, you know, it's a work in progress. It'll be endless, but like I'm developed enough now that I don't need a car accident to show mm-hmm. me to work less. I don't need someone to like betray me. I mm-hmm. can just, I'm just going to follow my senses. Like I can tell looks from, look at somebody, have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe don't go in that direction. Um, so 
you'll start to, the more you can be gentle with yourself and mm-hmm. tune into your higher wisdom, you need a practice to do that. You actually have to sit and listen. Um, the more you'll hear that voice mm. that is always on your behalf. Yeah. It always wants the best for you. Love, healing, happiness, all of it. Uh, and if you ignore it, well, if you ignore it, it just gets harder to hear. That's the thing. It's always talking to you. Mm-hmm. It's just, it'll get harder to hear. And then you'll need, you know, you'll need a little fender bender or a blindside yeah. breakup to, for you to go, oh my God, I need to change what I'm doing. Yep. It gets louder in other more obvious ways to get your attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's for sure. That's for yeah. sure. Danielle, how would you like categorize yourself and your work or how would you kind of define what you do? Because you've done so much, like you're an author, you're a spiritual goddess, I guess. How would, how do you personally define what you bring to the world? Mm. Uh, I write and talk about and create and create content. I write, talk and create content Mm. around living a more reflective life rather than a reactive life. Like the more reflective we are, the more we slow down, we have some practices, we meditate a bit, we journal a bit, we ask some like mind blowing questions. Mm -hmm. Um, Life will be way less messy. You'll make less messes. And I believe my, what underpins all of that is um, a lot of seeking and experimentation and Catholicism and Buddhism and all the workshops and working with rabbis and lamas and all of that and in church and out of church. And then all the entrepreneurial stuff and things I've learned through business. Cause that's a natural thing for me. Yeah. And um, different teachers, Krishnamurti, uh, Marianne Williamson is, was really influential in my life. A course mm-hmm. in miracles. Um, Pema Chodron, great Buddhist nuns based in Halifax. Um and I'm just like the seeker and I just tell my story and it's all kind of on this platter of this personality of like, I'm very female, very accessible, very pretty transparent. Yeah. And, um, and I want to create things that are understandable. I'm like, I'm really, I have, I have four planets in Virgo. I'm really in <laughs> practicality. Like you'd said earlier, I don't know if we're on mic yet, but you'd said like, yeah. if it works, do the work, if it works. Is that what you'd said? Yeah. I think I was kind of, yeah, I, I was kind of talking about like kind of simplifying or like getting down to like the heart of like, what are like, what can be done or what, what is the work here like what is how is it making it accessible to people they find a lot of like spiritual teachers you know their their consciousness or their kind of level of where they're at is probably up here right and then when they try and like come in and explain that to people but they're still up here and everyone's kind of like 
maybe mm-hmm. down in the middle somewhere, it's like, well, you lost me. How, yeah. how do yeah. we start? How do we get together? You got to, <laughs> you got to start with resonance. So it's like yeah. really, really seek out, hang out with the teachers, the books, the programs where you resonate. Mm-hmm. And you might not even understand, like, I don't even totally get what he or she is on about, but I like dig this space and I trust what she's got to say, like, go there and yeah. you'll learn yeah. what you need to learn. And maybe you learn like that they're kind of a shyster and they're not as deep as you thought they were. And that's your lesson. That's you yeah. waking up, learning to trust yourself. Maybe you realize this is really a truly wise being and I'm ready for this little nugget and this little how-to yeah. that they have. Um yeah. There's yeah, that. like nothing bad comes from self-development. Like <laughs> never. at all. Like never. at all. <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. never heard someone be like, oh, you know what? I really wish I did not take that self-love course. Because <laughs> like right. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yoga was I just so regret hot yoga tonight. Yeah. Yeah, right? Not gonna happen. No. It never happens. I mean, maybe it's not exactly what you wanted to hear, but there's always something that you need to hear. Yes. Right. Especially like that's part of the fun. Like, oh, I went for this, but then she said that. And that was just that little nugget. And I totally got it. And this is my, my philosophy with teachers is nobody is superior. Nobody is nobody's got an answer that you don't already have, but we're all in this together. And I could say something that just, I just get you on the right day, the right second, and you just hear it, but you're not hearing it because I'm extra wise. You're hearing it because like you're ready. And my wisdom nugget resonates with your wisdom nugget and you, and you're ready to go. Yeah. And yeah. And you know, the old saying, the teacher appears when you're ready. Um, there's so many things, you know, I go into, I'm in this space. I'm checking out what everybody's on about. And I, of course, I have lots of judgments of, you know, <laughs> who's an amateur and who's sure. faking it and who's just like repurposing somebody else's material. Um, but I always, I can always find a nugget of wisdom and be like, wow. Yeah. She's a bit of a, she's a bit of a mess, but she knows something about that. Yeah. I'm going to respect that. Yeah. I love that. Actually, I was, okay. So I was kind of like nervous doing this interview because typically for me, naturally, like I don't, I don't really naturally fall into, or my go-to isn't maybe your style. Or actually, actually, let's, let me be real honest with you. I didn't think that I was like, I didn't think I was at your level of like, Uh, woo ness Yeah. Yeah. I could, I was going to be too. Yeah. Yeah. We can get woo-woo if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk about the metaphysical? Like, like, I, I don't, I don't think I'm at like, no, no, no. You're like far superior to me. Like, and I don't naturally, it doesn't come naturally to me like it definitely will take I don't know it's just something you have to be open to and like you just said like oh maybe that nugget will find its piece at like a puzzle and it'll just kind of snap into place one day um but I don't I definitely especially when it comes to like sobriety and talking about like business stuff like I think maybe I'm just so shut off 
Like, Mm. you know what I mean? Like, it's not natural for me to be like, okay, let's just listen to our heart or how to be loving. I'm like, Mm. wait, that is not, not a familiar concept for me. (laughs) The the twist is, you know, I, I checked out your site before we jumped on, which I don't always do. Yeah. I just like, oh, you know, what's Jessica up to? And I just thought, oh, this is actually really spiritual work. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's all really? your lens, right? But like yeah. if you're a hammer, everything's a nail. So like sure. I sure. am interested in spiritual growth. So I'm always finding, oh, here's a spiritual thing and what she's doing. This mm. is helping people. You are helping people go into the basement of their psyche. You're actually working with people's unhealed self, which leads to addictive behavior. And I imagine some of the conversations you're having are pretty intimate, like, oh, yeah. and in the space you have to hold. So it's like, yeah, I'm just guessing because we just met, but it's like, you have to be embodying love to have conversations where someone is coming to you and saying, mm. I'm rest, you know, my demon won yesterday and I mm. had way too much. That's pretty amazing space to hold Hmm. thanks yeah I I, I didn't really like think of it like that it's just autopilot for me Mm. I don't really Mm. think about it that much but thank you I appreciate that you're welcome Mm -hmm. um talk to me about how to be loving how did this come about Well, it's that, it's that evolution of that question. How do I want to feel to like, what do I want to embody no matter what? What do I want to be no matter what's going on mm-hmm. outside of me? I think the answer to how to be loving is um, be gentle with yourself. And that will, you'll start to include all your fragmented parts. Mm-hmm. So everybody right now can think about um what it is you're trying to hide from or repress parts of yourself you hate everybody right now think about why they're in coaching or psychotherapy and um instead of trying to fix those things what happens if you actually give love to those things and it's as simple as you you change to a gentle tone with yourself like if I, if I had three minutes on every platform there is, I just say like, be gentle, gentle is the medicine. And it's mm-hmm. counterintuitive, especially when you're trying to overcome addiction, addictions, whatever it is, eating yeah. or, you know, picking the fight. Um, and it's counterculture because, you know, socially right now, we're so divided we're so polarized still. I mean, this mm-hmm. was a rough three years there. Um, but that just, that just peeled off a layer of what was under the surface about how we see ourselves as less than or better than. So yeah. how, to, how to be loving is about gentleness. Um, it's about radical acceptance. And the radical part of acceptance, because I know, you know, this can sound like, because I've listened to a lot of these teachers. Oh, just accept it. Just mm. accept yourself. And that is what we're aiming for. But there's a way, like, but how? 
How do you do that? Yeah. Well, especially when you've been hating parts of yourself for, oh, I don't know, 30 some odd years. (laughs) As long as you can remember. And he knows all the past lives before that. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, You change the tone. Just change the tone. Yeah. You just start there. It's amazing what happens. It's like talking to those parts of ourselves that are, we've been hating on. It really is like parenting. Like, of course you want to yell at your kid. Of course you're tired. Of course they need to grow up, you know, all those things. Right. You make the higher choice. You actually are virtuous in that moment where you, you decide to be loving and you change your tone. You go, what's the matter, sweetheart? Even though you're, you're totally exhausted and frustrated, that's spiritual maturity. Yeah, and it's a conscious choice. It's a conscious choice, and then uh, love requires some courage. So, you know, courage—the root of the word, Latin and French of the heart, from the heart. Mm. And, um, first step is the hardest. Mm. I love knowing that. Like yeah. I've done it in first steps now that I'm just like, shit, that's right. Um, but also like it's okay. exciting a little bit, right? Like it's, that, it's, I have, I have data. Yeah. Like it gets you going. It does. It does. Okay. <laughs> if this is the hardest, then that means it's going to get easier after this first step. And then right. if I keep some momentum up and then not shit talk myself every time my momentum goes down. Then, like, I've got a shot at evolving, at healing. Yeah. And then the other layer of how to be loving is, like, if if gentleness is one dose of medicine, I think community is the other. Mm. And this is what you're doing, which is actually really spiritual, depending on how you want to look at it. It's like okay. to hold community for people who are getting together to, to heal yeah. is an amazing thing. Like I have a membership program called heart center members membership. And okay. almost every time we get on, we get on zoom every other week. And, you know, I want to stay away from like aggrandizement and ego stuff. But I just have to say, everybody's amazing because look, mm-hmm. it's 12 noon Pacific time, whatever time zone you're in. And you have made times. First of all, you found out about this. Yeah. You spent your whatever a month. And you're here to listen to and talk about being more loving to yourself and other people. That's amazing. It's amazing. You could yeah. be hiding right now. You could yeah. be watching Netflix. You could be shopping. Yeah. Yeah. So community is healing. Got to be together. And community is one we learn from each other. But the other thing is the ego can't hide in mm. community like you will get dissolved mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's only doing yourself a disservice right like if you try and pull the ego card especially in community because it's like you're not you're not really showing up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if everyone you know it's like you mm. might get called out but it's also like you're just kind of cheating yourself mm-hmm out of all the benefits that community has to offer and yeah. loving yourself has to offer. Yeah. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And it is a practice, right? It's not going to happen. This is not going to happen overnight. There isn't a magic pill. I don't know if the government is working on a magic pill. You would know more about that than I would. (laughs) But this is on Telegram. They are working on a magic pill. Yeah. This is a practice, right? Like this is, this takes a bit. It's okay. This takes, that's it. This takes a bit. Yeah. And it's okay. And, uh, you know, I just did an Instagram reel about how do you know how the spiritual work is paying off? Mm. And it's not because you take the tantric workshop and you have great sex on Monday. And um, it's probably not because you create a new habit after one workshop. Um, What happens is you notice that most, most of these lessons come in relationship. You notice that you did something just a little bit differently in that interaction. Mm. And it created peace. Mm-hmm. That's it. Maybe you just, you know, you're in it and you just think, I'm going to be, I'm going to be loving here. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to be kind. And you don't, for me, it's like, just don't say the thing, Danielle. Yeah, totally. And, and, you know, we've all had, and you know, hopefully we have these more every day, mm-hmm. but like you didn't say the thing and you walk away and you go, wow. That changed the whole conversation, changed the whole day. Might have changed the whole relationship. That's evolution. That's the spiritual power move. And, or, you know, maybe your micro shift, emphasis on micro shift, Mm -hmm. that interaction is to say the thing like, I love you. I'm here. It's okay. Whatever. I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm still committed. Um, remember that time when, or you crack the joke when you could have behaved the old way, you could have made the point about how right you are, or you could have made the point about how they could improve, but you know, you're doing it out of love. (laughs) I just want to help you. So I'm going to let you know how you could be better. So I'm going to give you some unsolicited advice. Yeah. Step-by-step program. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But you don't. And how do you, how, you know, it was the quote right move, like it was a healing move is there is that feeling of calm after it's like, it's kind of this, mm. this bright effervescent. It's shiny calm. That's what it yeah. is. I need to, I need to write a post about that. It's shiny calm. Yeah. Yeah. I, gotta oh, write that. <laughs> I love that. I'm just think. I'm just thinking about, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm taking inventory of when I've gotten some shiny calm. It's great. And then you're like, aren't you proud of yourself? Yeah. You change the story. You change. And you're so right. You can change full on relationships. I'm talking about my mother. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I've got, so I tell a story on how to be loving about, I'm going for a walk one day with this person who I love and I'm committed to, and they're shitty to me. Mm. And they are, the pattern is, they're a bit passive aggressive. It's like, you know, it's their profession. Yeah. And my profession is I can just be so offended by this poor behavior, you know, and <laughs> this particular day, like it was clear. So I'm not doing like this bypass mm-hmm. where I'm just like, oh, this is all fine. And we all have our shit. It's just like, this behavior is not cool. 
this yeah. is a little bit slightly abusive. It's definitely yeah. what this person is doing. And I decided in that moment, we're just walking some dogs down in Renfrew Park, that I was going to be love and that I was going to be spacious. Like I, I talk a lot about in the book, this idea of, you know, Buddhists talk about you are vast. You're as vast as the sky. Yeah. And I actually looked up at the sky and thought, I, I got so much love to give. So she's not aware that she's doing the thing again. Yeah. And she needs more therapy or a vacation, whatever it is. Yeah. I can do I can do an hour with this because if I don't, I'm gonna pick the fight which I have done so many times. And one of us is going to walk home because mm -hmm. I'm not getting a ride home. Yeah. And I felt amazing at the end of that walk. I didn't feel like some, like they trampled over my boundaries. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was a doormat. Um, I didn't feel like I needed to zone out in any way. I just like, I'm awesome. I was loving that day. I'm mm. well, that all the time, but they can figure out their own stuff. Yeah. It just need me to be gentle. Oh, and I don't need to go for a walk every Sunday. Yeah. But, yeah. And you feel so much better about yourself. Yes. Like, Oh, I, Oh, totally. I totally feel that. <laughs> Danielle, where can we find you on the world wide web? DanielleLaporte.com. And I really love when people come to this site because okay, Instagram is just a weird place these days. Although I'm, I'm very much on Instagram. Everything I do comes out there. Okay. But you know, the subscribing, you get the juice, we get closer. I get you the good stuff. I let you know when my podcast, you know, a new pot, new episode drops all the stuff. Yeah. Okay dial in to uh, your website. And that's also where you can get um, all your books and the desire maps and courses and such as well. All the things or wherever you buy things. Everything's everywhere. All yeah. the things. Danielle, thank you so, so much for this amazing conversation and for sharing your wisdom and knowledge and experience with us. I really, really appreciate it. This was so rich. Thank you. How fantastic is Danielle? And we will definitely be reading her new book in the Sober Girl Social Club book club. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave your feedback about the podcast. We love to hear your comments. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Sober Girls Guide and head over to asobergirlsguide.com. We have tips, tricks, and tools for any stage of your booze-free journey. We got your back, girl. From the Sober, so sober Girls Social Club to group coaching to challenges to anything in between that you shall need, we got you covered. Head to asobergirlsguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.